Good evening, American Horror Story Cult fans. It's time for another after show, another episode of Relapse on Bad Culture Radio. I'm your girl, Giandra LaBeouf, creator of Bad Culture TV. Tonight's episode is brought by, to you by our friends at Undeterred. Are you undeterred? Purveyors of interesting and statement-making t-shirts. Make sure you go and shop them, undeterred.bigcartel.com, and pick up a t-shirt. Make sure you tell them that Bad Culture Radio sent you. But tonight, we're going to get back into American Horror Story. I must say, I enjoyed this episode this week so much better than last week's episode. Not the acting, not the performances, but just the storyline just seemed way off kilter from the rest of the uh, season. But at the same time, it tied into this week's episode, kind of tied into last week's episode, and put it all together. The word of the week, once again, is scum. Shout out to the cast for uh, tying all those stories together after last week's uh, epic tale, where we saw that uh, one of history's most premier feminists um, was brought into the storyline last week, played by Lena Durham. But let's talk about tonight's episode. For the first time since it's been revealed that Vincent the Shrink, Kai the brother, and Winter the sister are all siblings, we finally get to see Kai and Vincent together at the same place at the same time, sitting down at the same table. And boy, what different paths have they taken in their lives. Nothing like each other. Still siblings that love each other, but very opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, Kai comes out the gate, or sorry, his brother Vincent comes out of the gate telling Kai how proud he is and what he's accomplished in this uh, movement that he's created in their Anytown USA place where they're living and, and just his ability to move people, but he still seems to think that the movement, well, he th- seems to think that the movement is not quite in fitting in what he thinks is a positive direction. And so, you know, he embraces Kai and tells him if he supports him, but you can tell by the look on his face that something is not quite becoming or not quite right. So he goes on and he talks with Kai and, you know, Kai is probably feeling attention too. And uh, their inability to be, close in on the same page and reminds him that next time you call me councilman don't you call me brother little bro bro team shake bro heen broski none of that you call me councilman hell i'm gonna call him councilman too if i see him walking down the street i'm gonna call him councilman kai but he's kind of frightening i might not want to see him walking down the street so we see the brothers together for the first time they part ways and we go back to the women, you know, after last week's episode that shows kind of the rise of feminist power and how feminists last week, um, they wanted to to go in a different direction. They felt like Kai had been minimizing their, their impact within the organization. They've been reduced to a lesser role beneath Kai's minions who all dress alike every week with the denim shirts all tucked in. All they need is a red MAGA hat. Ha <laughs> ha. That's all they need to complete the look of what today's current climate is. But instead, they they rock the, the dad denim shirts and the tucked-in pants, and they got the women at at um, Allie and um, Ivy's restaurant over there serving them food and cooking in the kitchen. Boy, 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 I'm sure that's not what they expected to be doing. I thought they were, they were probably expecting to be slashing necks and taking people down and running the city, but he's got them running nothing but the kitchen in their mouths. So they're unhappy with what their new roles are within Kai's new awakened organization. And Beverly says, enough of this shit. If uh, things don't change, she got to take Kai out. Winter talks her down and says, let me talk to my brother first before you make a move to take him out. 
And she goes, you got one week or is it that? And uh, as we've seen in past episodes, Beverly don't play that. But this, so that's the warning that she gives. We uh, see in a flashback of when they really started getting these kind of alternative theories in full swing. We see a flashback of uh, Kai and Winter when they were a little bit younger and how they were on the dark web and they used to troll like uh, political groups and um, kind of bring forth a really, really uh, conservative, if you want to call it that, ideology, ideas about abortion, anti-abortion rights, and maybe we should just kill the mothers and keep the babies instead. And they come on the purview of someone who calls himself Pastor Charles. And Pastor Charles, uh, the limited amount of time that we see him gives the impression that he is an extreme, 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 extreme right thinker. And he wants to punish people who are gay. He wants to punish women who are having an abortion. He wants to punish people who are doing drugs. And uh, Kai, he sent, extends an invitation to Kai and his sister Winter to come by to his, his place, uh, his compound. So they go out to the compound. The compound is called the, um, eh, I can't remember what the name of the compound is, but it's a big compound. He invites them to come through to hang out, probably to see where they're really at. If they're just talking online, being keyboard warriors, or are they really down for what he's talking about and when they get there the first thing they see they think it's kind of a horror house i don't know if any of you who are listening are familiar with these there's a lot of anti-abortion groups and kind of really conservative groups that do these kind of fun house things where they simulate abortions they kind of tie in um, religious belief with halloween terror and it appears that's what they're finding at pastor charles's house but what they discover is there's really a woman there who's gotten a botched abortion and she's being left there to bleed out and die And they go a little further, and then they find a drug addict who is strapped to a table, and he's being force-fed drugs. And then they go to the final room where they find a man who is presumably gay, being punished for being gay, and he wants to just be, and Pastor Charles wants to just put him to death. And it's at that moment that I realize that this is not right. He uh, struggles to get the gay man free from his his, um, restraints. And he sends his sister to get help. As she runs out and tries to get help, Pastor Charles corners her and attempts to rape her. And it's in that moment that Kai comes to her rescue. He releases all the people who've been um, bound within this horror house, and they all decide that they're going to kill Pastor Charles. And so Winter relays that story to Beverly and Ivy and the rest of the female crew who've been banished to the kitchen to say, you know what, Kai just lost his way a little bit. He really is a good guy. Let me talk to him because I can reach him. But, I mean, clearly she, her brother is not the same person that she remembers because he's gone in a whole nother direction. Let me just say I'm sorry about the noise. It's about 187 degrees in Los Angeles right now, and I'm too cheap to have the air on. So I got the windows open. So if you hear a lot of noise in the background, my apologies, but your girl is hot. It's still like 90 degrees in Los Angeles right now. So anyway, um, so they, we flash back to the um, the present time, and you know we find out more about their bond with their brother Vince, with their brother Vince, and it's still not clear why they're not as close as they would be. I thought we would have get, gotten more of a backstory on him that maybe he knew that the father was abusive and he left for college, and maybe Kai held a grudge within relation to that. But we never got too much of that backstory. But what we did find out is that. The brother Vincent and Kai were the first people to do the pinky swearing with each other, the pinky power. He got that from his brother. And so instead now we see him, he's sitting down with Winter and he tells her 
that he wants her he wants to reveal to her what her place in the organization is and he reveals um in a kind of creepy way that implies he wants to do some incest but that's not really what he wants to do he wants winter to have a baby and give birth to the what he calls the messiah of the movement and to in order for this messiah to be born because she looks creeped out because it looks like her brother is trying to have sex with her but that's not the case. He wants another person of the cult to impregnate her while he penetrates the person that's going to impregnate her because we've seen that, like, Kai's gay. And it's, 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 it's a crazy scenario, but it's not so far-fetched from uh, cultish type of thinking, uh, group thinking and preying on the minds of people who don't have the ability to think for themselves. But because she loves her brother, she grudgingly goes along with it until it's time to do the deed. And in some real children of the corn, not the original children of the corn, but the remake of the children of the corn, he sets up some kind of weird ritual where they've got on these long robes to do this, um, this uh, birthing thing, this birthing ritual. And of all things he puts on to set the mood for this birthing ritual, he puts on all for once. And I swear... By the moon and the stars in the sky. Who knew All for One was important to uh, creating what the Messiah would be? I wonder what Jesus, Mary, and Joseph had to think about that. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Back to what's going on. So they get ready to do this birthing ritual. And um, the uh, gay guy, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but he's a cop. And he just can't do it. He can't get erect because, obviously, he's not attracted to women. So they decide not to do it. Winter's not with it. She said it feels like rape, and she's just not down with what they're trying to accomplish, and she gets away. So they put her on punishment. They put her out in the fields working in some kind of outfit that looks part clan, part garden gnome, and she's out there wearing these hot-ass clothes, picking up cans and stuff, but then um, and they're calling her servant since she did not. The Judgment House. I'm sorry. Pastor Charles' thing was called the Judgment House. The TV is still on playing the replays. I just remembered that. But anyway, back to Winter. He tells her he doesn't want her to recycle anymore because he doesn't believe in global warming. They want her to put all the trash back. And she's not even able to eat any real meals. She has to eat like gruel or whatever as punishment for not doing this impregnation thing. So the gay guy brings her some uh, gruel. And while they're sitting there, he's having an apple. And she's like, yo, let me get the apple. He's like, no, I can't. She goes, hey, Kai doesn't know about it. What, uh, long story short, they tussle for his gun. She gets his gun. She shoots him, and he's dead. So we will pause there because then we have to check in with our friend Allie, who has stopped crying. We got another episode. Sarah Paulson is not crying anymore on American Horror Story. The girl has found her mojo. There will be no more tears for Allie. Allie meets with Kai. He comes over with a couple of his minions wearing, of course, their signature uh, denim shirts. To watch Kai's back is kind of like a secret security type of thing. So he goes over there and he and she tells her, you know, I hope you're not trying to kill me or poison me because it ain't going to work. I brought my boys with me. She goes, no, I got some information for you. And I left that part out. At some point in the show earlier in the episode, she meets with uh, her, her psychiatrist, who is Dr. Vincent, who, of course, is Kai's brother. And he reveals to her that Kai is his brother and Winter is his sister by showing her a picture. And she goes, you know what? You are single-handedly responsible for ruining my life. And he says, I did not. I didn't have a part in it. Maybe he looked in my files and he found the right people to prey upon. At any rate, she's so pissed. She wants her son back. He's not trying to help. So she goes to Kai with information, says, look, 
your brother is working behind your back to get you committed. Yeah. So Allie says she's not afraid anymore. She has nothing to lose. She has no wife. She has no kids. So why not? Sometimes you got to take sides with the enemy or at least you think they're the enemy just to get what you want. And so she does exactly that. They overmanwitch sandwiches. She agrees to, to just, you know, kind of troll out the information that his brother is not as down as he says. And in exchange, she wants her son back. All right. So we go, we move on forward. We move on forward. Uh, we, we know winter is out there picking up cans, looking like a garden gnome out there. And the struggle with the gun came about when she started um, insulting the cop's manhood and his inability to perform with a woman, he gets upset. That's when they struggled and she got the gun and she shot him. But the way the story gets back to Kai is it gets told to him by his sister. We, we find out she tells him that it was actually Beverly that shot the cop. It wasn't Beverly, but that's what she tells Kai. And of course he believes her. So with his brother, they come in their gag. The clowns drag him in there to enact punishment on them. He starts with his brother. First, he cuts off his brother's finger when they try to pinky swear, and then he just stabs them in the throat. Whew, what a way to kill your brother. Man, my brothers get on my nerves, but I'm not trying to slash them in the throat or anything like that. So he starts off with his brother, and just when it looks like he's going to kill off Beverly, instead of killing off Beverly, he decides to put her in isolation. Score one for the black folks. So usually we die first in the episode, but not Beverly. She is hanging in there strong. So since she's being placed in isolation, I'm assuming that we will see more of her later in the season because we've probably got a few episodes to go. How many episodes do we have to go this season? I probably should check. So after they have killed the brother and Beverly's been placed in isolation, the clowns take off their masks to reveal themselves. And it's the usual suspect. It's Winter. It's Ivy. It's... um. Chaz Bono's character and then finally finally in the wowzer of the episode we see Allie has joined the cult amazing I'm sure Ivy is not happy to see her there but she is there and it's clear she's there for one reason only she wants her child back and what's really going to be interesting is she going to have a showdown with her wife Ivy and uh, kill her because everybody's pretty violent and everybody gets killed somebody gets stabbed somebody dies every single episode but wow heavy heavy content it got back on track for me this week i was more engaged more interested in it but jesus christ this is some heavy heavy viewing and a lot of it has a lot of um connection to today's current political climate we see touches of children of the corn and john jones looks like next week they're going to try to drink some kool-aid it's a whole lot of david koresh type of stuff going on here but as these episodes go on I guess the final thing will be revealed to us and I hope it grows into a big crescendo explosive ending so it looks like we're back on our way there I thank you again for listening everybody I'll be here each and every week recapping the American Horror Story cult show sharing my theories my observations among other things it's crazy it's wild I love when you guys ask me stuff about it in social media uh, thank you to all my friends. Once again, tonight's episode is brought to you by Undeterred. Are you undeterred? Make sure you visit their shop, undeterred.bigcartel.com, and pick up a T-shirt. There are some great, great signature tees. I have a couple of them. If you check out my social media, Jondra LaBeouf on Instagram, you can see a couple of them on my social media. Make sure you shop and pick one up and tell them that Bad Culture Radio sent you. 
We'll be back next week with another episode of the American Horror Story, American Horror Story Cult Relapse After Show so we can break down and see exactly what everybody is doing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week, and good night. <laughs>